You're listening to Spraymakers, the podcast that dives deep into the world of slalom with Rossi and Trent. The boys jump into what it takes to ramp your skiing up as you get back on the water, eliminating the noise and focusing on the moment to ski your best. So you've been doing this longer than anyone, and through the, you know the very peak of your career, you 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 know you were a snowbirder, if you will. Um, and I guess the opposite of a snowbird. You lived in winter climates your entire career, so no one has more experience with with you know kicking off a true season and having a true off season than off season than you. So, what, what did you know? How how do you tackle this? Because it's it's important, you know. Because again, I I feel like I mentioned this in a previous episode. I feel like that that first six weeks of the season is the most important part. So you don't you know you don't want to miss the opportunity to to, to do it right. It, it, and that is that is so so true. And you know, your body you have to just like I think the the biggest thing is when I was young I didn't I didn't think about this. And so when I came out of the hole, you know, be, being the early season, you know, I basically just wanted to get back to my mid season form as quickly as possible. But what you start to realize is how much you know my body my body physically even though I was active all winter, even though I was doing whatever set program during the winter that I felt like was going to lead me to my best year ever, um, you are not, I was not in ski shape. So I would come back and I'm, I think I'm fortunate enough in the fact that I have spent a lot of time making spray (laughs) and um, coming up with my mental game plan. So from a technique standpoint, I can settle into a, you know, well, we'll just say that when people watch me take my first sets of the year, that they, a lot of times they go really well. And so they're like, well, you didn't even lose anything all winter. And really in my mind, um, that's a great, that's a great compliment and it feels awesome. But then I yeah. can tell you, I wake up the next morning and every single piece of my body hurts. And <laughs> I'm just hoping that, you know, it, it's literally like at the beginning of the year for me, I'm, I'm just, I have to manage, especially now, you know, as I, um, you know, age out a little bit and, and each mm-hmm. year that goes by, I have to think about this even more. And so, you know, just the little dings, a little, you know, like, oh, I crinked, I kinked my neck, you know, and, and at this stage in my game, I can do that while sleeping. That, that, that may not even happen. <laughs> that may not even happen during skiing, but all of a sudden I've got a kink in my neck, you know, and, you know, I'm just going to go into something, something totally uh, non sequitur is, you know, if you wake up in the morning and it's a ski day, but your neck is kinked, then it's probably a sign to listen to your body and say, even though today is the perfect day to ski, this might not be my day. So yeah. anyway, that's just a sidebar on that. But so going back to the to the whole thing, I mean, I think that um, I think the thing to remember is there's a lot of factors as to why spring skiing is not the same as our summer skiing and to, you know, keep our focus it's, it's like everything we, everything we're doing, we're always trying to be distracted by. So when I thought about this, I thought about my mom, you know, and I remember when I was growing up one time, she was driving in a snowstorm and, you know, I was young enough that I, you know, was probably had my learner's permit or something like that. And for me, I was, you know, we're driving and I had the music on and it was getting pretty intense, whatever, from my perspective in the, in the passenger seat, it wasn't that bad, but my mom, you know, for her, she was like, no, this, these conditions are bad. It's super slick. And what'd she do? 
first thing she did was grab the stereo uh, and turn it down because there was no buttons back then. You actually had to turn the dial. <laughs> so she turned the dial down and I was I looked at her. I'm like, what, what are you doing? And she's like, I need to focus. And so that thought came to my mind yeah. right now is that all of these things, the, the fact that we're not in shape, the fact that, you know, the water temperatures and things like that are not the same. You're going to have windier conditions, colder conditions. You're going to have more days in between good days that you can't ski, or if you do ski, they're not optimal. And so you can have all of these, you can have all the, the noise and stuff cranked up. Or we can take that dial, turn it down, look at what we have in front of us, be, you know, look in the mirror, be understanding that this is set three. Is this going to feel like midsummer? No. Am I going to run up to my PB? Uh, probably not. You know what I mean? So what yeah. do we want to be focusing on and how can we, you know, how can we maximize each one of these times that, that we are on the water so that we are progressing in our journey to get to, you know, our best summer ever or our yep. best result ever. So, so what, what is the, what is the noise then? Like what, 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 you know, let's maybe we can go through some of these things. What, what, what do you feel that people get distracted by, especially early in the season? And this is probably something we'll, I like the way you're, you're you've kind of packaged this. It's probably something we'll revisit later in the season because there'll be different factors or different, you know, different, um, different noises, but wh wh where do people get distracted early then that, that slows down that progression? My, my ski doesn't, uh, my ski is not working right. It's just yeah. not working right. I can't, yeah. you know, it doesn't feel right. I need to, I'm, I'm not skiing my best. I need to, it's, something's wrong with my setup. I need mm -hmm. to, I need to, I need to change it. I got, I, I got to make my ski work better so that I can ski better, you know, type yeah. of thing. So for people who, Thank you for setting that up. That was a beautiful setup, by the way. I'm just going to acknowledge that right now. Um, you know, for people that, um, let's say you have, you're going into a, this season on the same ski that you were on last season. And let's, let's uh, for, for good talk's sake, let's say that last season was a great season for you. And you really loved the way your ski was set up. And, and you felt like you had more potential. And you're really excited about going into this year. And then you go out there things feel a little discombobulated, the water's colder, and all of a sudden, you know, you're going to start to, you're going to start to notice things that are going to jump out. You're like, oh, my offside turn isn't working the way it, I want it to. I, I think I just need to add some tip or, you know, uh, mm -hmm. maybe I need to move my boots a little bit or, you know, and there's going to be all of these, th this is what we're talking about, the noise, right? Like, you know, you know that you skied well last summer on the same setup. So what has changed? Only things that you can't control have changed. As in, like, you can't control the temperature of your lake. I mean, if you can, I want to come ski with you in the winter. But, <laughs> yeah. but, right? But, so you can't control these things. So that that's what we're talking about in the noise is like the, so let's talk about it, right? Uh, let's talk about water temperature. Like when you go out in the, in the beginning of the year, Trent, and you've got the cold water, are there any things that you feel like when, you're out there that feel different than when it is midsummer, like. Yeah, I mean the the thing for me, I, I I just liken it to you know it's it's like running on the it's like running on the beach as compared to running on a track, you know like the water is heavier. Um, yes, your ski's gonna ride higher in it, but it's it's just it, it's just more viscous, right? It's just takes it's just more pressure. So it's just 
you know, it's harder work. But I think that's, you know, that's that's the one where people get really they get um, they get desperate quick, you know. And then so think of it like this: like you're <clears throat> you're not skiing very well, you know. We'll just say even if even if you're skiing well, you're you're obviously not skiing as well as you were when you were, you know, mid season or end of the season last year. So if you, it's really easy to get kind of lose your sense of direction if you start trying to change that setup to accommodate the fact that you're not moving as cleanly, um, as powerfully, as smoothly as you typically would. So I think that there's like kind of this vicious circle where even if you do get that ski to work 5% better, you're not standing on it the way you're going to be standing on it in a month anyway. Boom. Boom. That's a, that's a big one, Trent. That's a big one. Like and it's a hard a one to, it's a hard one to, it, it's it, like, it, it's a hard one to instill in people or, or, you know, it, it, it bums me out when, <laughs> when I have people I ski with, you know, desperate this time of year and they're, you know, just frantically searching for something. Cause you know, I always think like this, this is the only time of year where you have no, I mean, there, you know, there's, there should be no pressure on you right now. If there was ever a time of the year to truly just enjoy every single moment, it, it's now because, you know, like I say, you, you really can't ski bad this time of year. It's the season of possibility, my friends. Like, this is the best part of the year. <laughs> so like, I, I'm so excited <laughs> going into every single season that I've ever gone into. I know has the potential to be the best that I've ever had possible. So unless, unless you just, you, you get frantically in search of the same thing you had last year. And that's like, that, and that's just it. You know, when people are like, I, I, I just, I want to get back to where I was. And I'm like, no, you don't, do you? I mean, you don't want to get back to where you were and then try to get better, you know? And mm-hmm. I, and I know like this is slightly abstract, but it's, but it's, there, there's validity to it. You, you don't want to fall into that, that same pit you were into or that same, groove or rut, however you want to describe it, and then try and break free from it. You, you want to start, you know, exploring and, and, and making changes through the process, not after you're already, you know, close to the finish line. You just nailed, I mean, you just nailed what noise is. That's the noise yeah. right there. Your insecurities, your, you know, I've, I'll be, I'll be honest. I'll be a hundred percent honest. I have had some of these feelings too, right? Like, Me too. am I going to get back to where I was or how will you know, I ever get back to where I was? Yeah. <laughs> am I, am I, am I on the wrong way swing? Am I this, am I that? And that is all noise. That's noise, you know? So you just have to, the way I look at it and uh, what I think I'll probably end up saying this 10 times during the same, during this podcast is like, you can only control what you can control. So turn the noise down and then you can focus on what you can control. Right. So yeah. like, you know, look, we'll go into that real fast. Like cold water is you, you said it earlier. It's more viscous. You have more surface tension. You have more friction against the water. So, for us, as a feeling standpoint, we feel as though the water is crazy fast in the spring. Yeah. Also, yeah. doesn't help that for the most part, most people aren't doing fast type things. It, it feels fast for, for a lot of reasons. You know, one, your ski's riding higher in the water. Mm-hmm. 
<clears throat> two, it's harder, to, you know, because there's more drag on it, it's harder to create angle. So you're, you know, you're just, you're, you're running faster lines with less support from the water. So it feels crazy fast. It's crazy fast. It feels twitchy. It feels mm-hmm. more like Unstable. you have to be more, yep. You have to be more accurate and no matter how well you ski, you will not be generating the space before the buoy that you will when the water gets warmer, when you get stronger, when you're all put together. Like you said earlier, when you're more confidently riding over the proper part of the ski, you know, all of your movements are more precise as you get going. So, you know, there's just so many things that happen there. So it feels fast because we're having to make decisions that are racing on top of us all the time. And so it feels fast, but in reality, we just described all the things and reasons why it's technically actually really slow. We're not creating that space. We're not creating the time, giving ourselves as much time to make decisions and make confident moves as we will be able to, uh, as the water warms up. So why do we want to chase, chase the wrong side of this and say, Hey, I need my ski to be set up like you said. And that's, this is very important for people to hear. Like when we're changing our setups, I bet that we're changing in under, you know, 1% improvements, you know, and we're really happy with it. You gave a, a bold one and said 5% right? Like if you can make it 5% better, does that really make a huge difference for your overall performance from now until midsummer when you know that in midsummer you're going to, uh, like the setup that you're on currently before you start messing with it. So I really do like that idea. And then the other thing that you alluded to earlier in that is that as you change your setup, you're not going to know what the ski is going to do as well. So again, you're kind of yeah, guessing, I hadn't thought of it like guessing that. all the yes. time, right? Yes. Like we want to know, like, it doesn't even matter if it's perfect. We just want to know what the ski is going to do. We know that it's set up for mid season. So let's just build into this thing instead of chasing it. Chasing settings is just another way to get distracted. Right. Yep. And guess what? Guess, I mean, I'm raising my hand right now, you know, in my office right now, I'm raising my hand. Like I am guilty. I'm a hundred percent guilty of trying to make my spring feel just like midsummer and I'm changing my setups and I'm chasing the best feeling ever. But if I were to be my own coach and say, if this is my year that I want to ski my absolute best, um, and I'm taking the ski designer in me and the other stuff out of this. And I'm yeah. saying buoy wise, what do I want to be doing right now? I would say, you know, put away the calipers, put away, you know, moving stuff, just go out and ski on what you got. And, you know, obviously if something catastrophic is happening, like every time I go to turn my offside, the ski stops and I fall and I have tried overcoming this, then maybe you can open that door. But I I just think for the majority of our listeners, just understand that it's not going to be what you uh, envision it to be to start the season. Let the just just use this for conditioning. Use this to mute down that distraction meter. And what can you work on right now? Can you work on your stance over your ski? Can you work on po- You know, whatever posture. Can you work on gates? Can you work? What? Oh, what were those keys that I was finishing off last year with? Oh, yeah. how do I bring those back into the back into the mix? So. You know, getting back to our, getting back to our, you know, what are different versions of noise? Do you have any other that pop out to you? you know, like- well, yeah, I guess the, I guess the two that, 
that I encounter the most is the one being the one you've already mentioned, you know, being suddenly, you know, just not very untrusting of your equipment and suddenly (laughs) because you loved it last year. Um, and then the other one is just, is, um, a lack of patience, you know, just that, 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 that gnawing in the back of your head, like, why am I not running 35 yet? Why am I not running 39 yet? Why am I not running my 22 off yet? Or whatever that, whatever that is, you know? Um, so what, what do you, this one, I think there's probably lots of different opinions, but what, and again, go, go, you know, not pro skier mode, go coach mode. How, what should your plan look like then? How, like, you know what I mean? Like how, how quick do you start advancing through your passes or like, do you have a general rule of thumb or because no, you know, I'm always, no one wants to, you know, that whole idea of two step, you know, take a step backwards before you take two steps forward. Not, you know, I don't think it has to be like that necessarily. And and no one wants to subscribe to a super slow play, you know, in terms of, you know, does it need to be perfect or, or, you know, so what, what do you recommend? Like, what should this progression look like? When should you start shortening or start speeding up? As a coach, as a coach and as a skier, that answer was Mm -hmm. very simple to me. Steve Schnitzer totally dialed me in on this one a long time ago and I cannot forget it. And he basically taught me to run 38 this way. And you know, the, the, his point was, do do you know you're going to run the next pass? Yeah. I hate the word when someone says, Hey, let's give 32 off a try. I instantly go, no, thank you. I don't want you to try it. I want you to run it. So my, my philosophy in the, in the spring is, uh, you know, sure. I could run a, if I'm running an ugly, if I'm running ugly 35s right now and ugly, just meaning that they're not the way that I envision that I know I can run them. And, and I'm, I'm feeling a little bit like I'm chasing or I'm discombobulated a little bit, you know, and I sit down at the end of the lake, the next thing I'm going to evaluate is when I shorten this, I'm going to make things harder. I'm going to give myself less time to be able to do the same things. Everything's going to happen quick. Am I ready for this? And is my, and then the other part of this is, is my body ready for what could happen in here? Right. Like, so mentally I've got to know that I'm ready to shorten and that I feel confident that I will be able to a complete the pass B and probably most B should be a, in the fact that how am I going to complete this pass? Am I just going to hammer all the way through it? Or am I going to be able to keep what I've been what my keys have been or what my successes leading me to this moment are, you know, can I keep my focus? So springtime, when I go in and you've said this before, like I I journal, you know, each set that I take, I I try to, as soon as I'm done, if I can, like the moment I come off the water, it's like, please don't talk to me. Give me a, just let me go. And I put my stuff away. And then I just write down some notes, whether that be in a journal or nowadays, these phones are so great. I can just open up my notes app. But I want to write down that stuff and what I'm going to what I'm going to tell myself early on. And then I try to run this through the entire season and not get distracted by the noise. I want to grade myself on how well did I do what I set my intention for before I skied my set. Yeah. And so for me, early season, that's going to be my keys. Right. It's like 
So there's so much noise out there, right? Like, okay, I've got wind. I've got wind on my third set of the year. Great. Like not optimal. <laughs> we're not, to, we're not, we're not, we're not as strong as we need to be. We, you know, it's harder to mute the noise. It's harder to, um, know that whatever movement that we choose, uh, to make a turn or, you know, hooking back up to the handle, all, all those things can feel not as put together as they do during the season. Right. So, you know, you have just all of these distractions. So let's say it's windy. I go out, it's my third set. I'm thinking about, uh, X, uh, you know, and X being, you know, I don't want to, I, I, I want to work on falling into my finish of my turn, not falling back. Right. Like I like to yeah. think about what I want to do, not what I don't want to do. Right. Like I don't yep. fall back. That's not my way of thinking. Right. So let's say that my goal is, is that I'm going to fall into my turns the way I want them to. And I'm going to evaluate when I get to the end of that. Yeah. It was windy. How well did I do? I'm like, ah, oh, total fail. I actually completely forgot about that and had to start <laughs> thinking about this. And then the result of that was, was I didn't actually have the set that I wanted. Okay. Write that in my notes. Yeah, sure. Guess what? Every set isn't a win. You know, I mean, we obviously are trying, but because I identified what happened and it, the fact that it didn't go quite the way I want now I can next time out, I'm going to say, no, I'm, my focus has to be sticking a hundred percent focus on my key. And can I do it this time? Depending yeah. on whatever that, that, that be. So, you know, I just, and think you can that let that, yeah, yeah. And you can let that, well, and you can let that <clears throat> be your gauge to whether you had a good set or a bad set this time of year. It doesn't matter what you ran. Were you able to control that, that, you know, that, that background chatter and, and, and focus on whatever your objective for the set was. Exactly. And what you're doing, what you're doing can be completely different from what your ski partner is doing or yeah. the other people on the lake are doing again, whatever they're, when they start talking, that's noise. How, what are you going to do with their noise? Right? Like yeah. you, yeah, you point. also ski with people. They're, they're going to have, you know, they're going to tell you, Oh, your hips are back. Well, okay. But I'm working on this right now because I know that if I work on, you know, uh, dropping into my turn, then my hips, I'm not going to be overloaded at the finish of the turn. So my hips aren't going to be, you know, so I yeah. think there's a lot yeah. of, there's a lot of things that we just, there's so much noise out there, especially early yeah, it, season. Yeah. And then, and then you, um, that, um, that you just mentioning that, you know, the noise coming from the boat, that that's also going to be coming. That's also going to be coming from, from inside your head too, where, you know, I'm going to go and I'm, and all I really want to make sure is that I have, you know, that I'm balanced over top of my feet through the entirety of this, you know, through the entirety of the turn, through the load. Like I'm never going to be behind my ankles or, or, you know, just for example. But then you're like, oh, I need to counter rotate here. Uh, I need to make sure the handle goes down here. I need to stay more level here. I, you know what I mean? So you can, you're, and people are creating their own noise too, where they just, you know, shiny objects. They just start chasing and darting, you know, and then you get to the end of the pass and you're like, I, I just did try to do 12 different things when I, Again, I have this clear objective of doing one. That that there you go. You just defined exactly what this what we're talking about here. You know, and and it is. It's just as we move along, we pattern this thing, and we get better at it. 
And what Trent and I are a talking about is let's set the pattern to, to be the yeah. best that the pattern can be. Yes. But also, right. Right. Like yeah. this, that's what the beginning is. We're setting our habits. We're setting all of this stuff. We've had, we've, we've had plenty of time to release, you know, the bill, like there, it's really hard to let go of habits as well. So time away allows you to evaluate which habits are working for me, which habits are not working for me. A lot of these habits that are not working for me have been part of my skiing for many, many, many years. And they may have even been a part of a staple of your skiing back at a different time in your skiing that it's time to let go of. So what do we want to grab on to is more important right now than any of the other stuff. So that's the, that's the, the most important part I think of spring is to understand we're going to set our habits. We're going to set our intentions. We're going to develop our strength around these keys that we're working on that we know to lead us to success. And most importantly, if you don't know what those are, this is the time to go and ski with a Trent to ski with, you know, some people in Florida or coach work with us on give go, you know, whatever it is that you need to do. This is, we need to identify what those keys are and then how focused can we be on these keys so that we establish these patterns moving forward. So, yeah. Yep. You know, and then I, I mean, so like, yeah, and then for this time of year, I, you know, I get asked a lot, you know, it could, like, does it need to be perfect before I go to the next line length? And, and, you know, like you had said, <clears throat> you need to be, it needs to be good enough. So, you know, it's good enough for the next pass. And that, and that's, that's kind of, that's where I go to, I, you know, I tell people it, it, it needs to be somewhere between reasonably correct and correct. You, you know, I, I had, I'm working with someone right now and they had sent me some video over the weekend and there's like, I can't, I can't get a start on my 39s. I was like, well, send me, you know, send me your 35 and your 38. And, 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 you know, then in review, I'm like, well, you have, you've got no space at 35 or 38 either. You're, you're, you're only running it because it's longer, you know? So it, it, it doesn't need to be perfect, but you know, it needs to be, like you said, it needs to be good enough. Um, and then we're, you know, we're talking about data, you know, and, and, and the value of, of, uh, of recording each set. I don't mean necessarily videoing each set, but, you know, taking notes or, or, you know, something you can review in the future. Cause you know, I had working with, tell me what you think about this, a, a, um, a different guy. And, um, you know, he's just a little frustrated. He's like, I thought I'd be running my 35s by now. Cause you know, he's South Florida. So he has, you know, plenty of winter skiing in. Um, but it was, the question was just simple. It was like, okay, like how consistent are your 32s right now? You know, when he went through the numbers for the past week, I'm like, okay, so your 32s are at about 80%. At at what point last year were your 32s 80%? And, you know, in reviewing, he's like, um, about August of last year. So I'm like, okay, well, (laughs) so, so it's, it's February, March, April, May, June, July, August. So you're, you know, you're beating yourself up. You're six months ahead of where you were at this time last year. So, you know, <clears throat> I guess my point is, you know, it, it make sure you're, you're using the data correctly, right? There's lots of different ways of, it all comes down to buoy count in the end. But if you're only looking at that, the, at the last quarter buoy, you know, if, if he was running one at 38, he'd be stoked. 
but he's forgetting about, oh man, okay, I almost never missed 32 off. And I've basically, I mean, I only, that only, I only got there at the end of last season, you know, for the first time in my life. So, you know, use that data correctly. There's lots of different ways to look at it. That's a, that you couldn't have given a better example as to how quickly we try to move forward in our progression <laughs> I know. and how yeah. quickly we forget, you know, all of those things that led us to this place right now, you know, like yeah. that's, that's insane that this person is at 80% 32 offs at this time of year when that didn't happen until late in last season, right? Like, yeah remember all of these things like the this this is your habit forming time and you we are our own worst enemies i think that's like a yeah. 90s song somewhere that i remember hearing but <laughs> true i listen to a lot of lithium lately so i think those that that, that was the lyric <laughs> there in there but like you know like that's it's so true like why why are you derailing yourself before you even really get started it's so it's so crazy and and the the thing is i'm not i'm not I'm not preaching to you guys because I do the same thing. Like these are battles that, that Trent and I have gone through internal struggles, all the noise. This is the reason why we can talk about it now is because we've, we've worked through this stuff. And to be honest with you, every single time I'm at the lake, there is noise and I have to decide what I'm going to do with it. And then I also have to, to evaluate and be honest with myself. Did I handle that? situation as well as I could have was I, you know, what could I have done in, in retrospect to set myself up better, you know? And then the other crazy important thing here is don't get caught up in what everyone else is doing. Cause that's noise too. And you might have a, you might just have a ski partner who is really clicking, really firing early in the season. That doesn't mean that you're behind. You yep. need to be on your plan. Where are what what are you you know what are you working on and how well are you doing with these things? Like evaluate what your game plan was before you went out. How well did I accomplish that? What were the good things? What were the things that weren't so good? Let's write these things down so we can highlight these and bring these to the forefront, bring strengths and keep strengths, bring weaknesses up to strengths. That's how we progress. And it just, it's one step at a time. And we had to be honest with ourselves through this whole process. Really important. Yeah, for sure. It's, and again, you know, this is like, this is when you're creating, like Rossi loves to use the word system. And I I like it. This is when you're creating like your new system for the season. Um, This is your opportunity to create new habits. So, don't get distracted by unrealistic expectation, either your expectations or the expectations of others or, or, or perceived expectations um, of others. Um, and just get a plan in motion, have fun and stick with it. 